This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Stars, unfortunately, 0 for 2 in the Sunshine State. Hey, everybody, it's Gavin Spittle with this Spits and Suds postgame show on 105.3 The Fan. Thank you so much for listening and supporting uh, Spits and Suds. Uh, stars, unfortunately, in the doldrums right now, going through a tough stretch, and we're going to talk about it. We've got a couple of Twitter questions that we'll uh, answer. And uh, that's what we do after these games. But, you know, I mean, I don't want to sit here and like, you know, pound the table. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, we're, we're talking about the same things every single game. Um, and, and that's a problem because it would be one thing if we were saying, well, tonight this didn't look good. But every night we're talking about this defensive core. And once again, that first uh, defensive pairing of Heshkinen and Suter and you saw it toward the end of the game get broken up. It just it just wasn't there. And the one thing I did want to point out is I just, you know, I want to ask Craig about this. I just think their spacing is off. I think Miro is looking to make plays rather than covering, you know, his side. But, you know, at the same time, they're letting people get behind them. They're not winning puck battles along the board. I mean, this is your number one defense pairing, and you look tonight, where is your number one pairing going to be? It's going to be against their best line, and that's Rodriguez, Barkov, and Reinhardt. That line had four goals and five assists tonight. That line dominated the Stars, and the Stars had no answer. And I think that's... W- an ongoing issue that we continue to talk about is the defensive struggles and it happened again tonight. And honestly, like your goalie gives up five. I think there are some questions, but I got to tell you, I think Jake Ottinger played pretty well. The high quality chances that teams are having against Jake Ottinger this year is there's just too many like, You know, it's one thing if your goalie, you know, you can see and Bobrovsky probably let up one tonight that, you know, was a little bit loose. Um, But at the same time, you know, I I just feel like Jake Ottinger needs to be the hero night after night. And that's just not necessary. Your defense has to be better. So let's go through it. Let's answer some of your questions. And here's the other thing that makes me nervous about this stars team. I went through the schedule tonight. Give me more than one or two quality wins, maybe three that the stars have had this year. Pittsburgh, they won four to one. 
Pittsburgh is a fringe playoff team at Winnipeg and then home for Winnipeg. I'm sorry, at Winnipeg twice. So you won in Winnipeg twice. Other than that, and you beat the New York Rangers on November 20th. But that's it. And Pittsburgh and Winnipeg are good teams. But you've lost to Vegas. You've lost to the Panthers. You've lost to Colorado. So I got to be honest, like now looking at this Stars team, I'm starting to change my tune a little bit. I had this as a Stanley Cup contender. I hope that maybe I'm hitting the panic button a little bit. And if Sean was with me, he'd tell me that. Calm down. Don't hit the panic button. And if you follow him on his Substack Shap Shots, he wrote a great article today saying, don't hit the panic button. However, my hand is hovering over that panic button. Because I just look at the quality of wins and I say, this schedule has been pretty easy for this Stars team. They've had plenty of rest in between games. And now when you're getting into some more meat into this schedule, you're dropping games that you probably shouldn't. So you had a day off yesterday after getting shut out against Tampa. And just to put it in perspective, because I've made the trip, it's a wonderful trip, Stars fans, if you ever want to do it. Go to two games that are awesome to go to is Tampa and Florida. They, The Stars always play them back-to-back. Sometimes it starts in Florida, but it usually starts in Tampa. But the trip itself by car is only... I think three, three and a half hours. It's actually through the Florida Everglades because Florida is not in Miami. It's in sunrise, which is just underneath the Florida Everglades little geography lesson there. So by plane, that's what 45 minutes to an hour. So you should have had ample rest. So explain to me how you came out flat. Once again, you came out flat. I can argue that you were flat for two periods. So you might say to yourself, hey, great effort, keeping it close, tying the game in the third period, three goals in the third period. Way to go, Stars. And I would agree with you. They didn't give up. But at the same time, You were not good in the first and second period. You started the game out with six shots. I think maybe two were high-quality chances. But then they came down. And a stretch pass right behind Suter and Heishkinen. Rodriguez goes blocker side. And then all of a sudden, it's one to nothing Florida. Momentum completely changed. So the other thing I want to talk about, because I think Florida is a good example. The unrestricted free agent class was not great this year. But Florida lost some players. 
and this is the Eastern Conference champion. So they lost a major part of their defense, their physicality, and Radko Gudis. They lost Anthony Duclair. But they made some under-the-radar signings in Dmitry Kulikov, Oliver ekman Larson once again, and 27-year-old Nico Mikola, who played really well tonight. And they replaced the physicality with more physicality. And I think that's a great thing to keep into perspective in that Florida lost some key players, but brought in some key players. And I think Duchesne is terrific. And that's been a great acquisition, although he's really cooled off lately. However, there was an opportunity in the off season to fix this defense. And if it wasn't UFA and you truly think that you're a Stanley Cup contender, then I think you have to make a trade. You have draft collateral. You have a first-round draft pick this year. You have a first-round draft pick next year. You have a second-round pick this year. So you could have put a package together to maybe get that defenseman that could make a, a, a difference. But you're up against the cap now. You're struggling where you can't even bring people up from the AHL. So right now your roster is set. And I think the other thing is, if I'm Lundquist and I'm a healthy scratch, I'm looking down on this team and saying, how much worse can I be? I mean, I'm looking at this defensive core and I don't think Nils Lundquist makes it that much worse. But Dodonov played well tonight. I, I give him a lot of credit. Um, good that he came back, uh, played really well. But unfortunately, the stars drop to 5-4, five and 5-4, uh, and they'll be in Washington uh, tomorrow night. Uh, we did get some uh, questions tonight. Didn't ask for it, but I love the fact that you guys are asking them during the game and after. And Jordan Harper, our Spits and Suds regular, says it sucks to say because I had really high hopes for Ty DeLandria when Jim Nill looks to upgrade. Uh, will we be talking about Ty DeLandria going in return? When thinking about the cap situation, the lack of draft picks, Ty might be the most valuable option for another team. Uh, I mean, he is a former first-round pick, so that does have some cachet, so to speak. But I don't think that necessarily Ty DeLandria alone gets you somebody. Um, if you have to throw them in based on salary, that's fine. But, I, I, you know, teams more and more, they want those draft picks. So those first round picks that you have have great value. And that's what teams want first, Jordan. They want those top draft picks. So even if they're low because of where Dallas finishes, they're still in the first round. So uh, I think that's where Dallas has to go. Um, and with more draft picks uh, or higher draft picks, I should say, what happens is, is that teams will retain enough salary so that Dallas can bring that player on. So it helps against the uh, salary cap. Chris Barnard at C Barnard 82. If you had to trade one of Robertson, Wyatt Johnston, Maverick Bork, or Logan Stankoven to get a Jacob Chikrin, would you, and who would it be? Won't be able to keep all of them. Just like we had to move Neil once that's James Neil once upon a time to get Goligowski and overpayment, but I digress, you know, it wasn't just James Neal. It was also Matt Niskanen, who went on to have a great career, won a cup, 
and uh, James Neal turned out to be a good player. So that that deal did not turn out like Dallas wanted. Goligoski was, you know, good in Pittsburgh, but came here. He's had a he's had a long career. Um, I just don't think he, you know, I mean, if you're asking me who is better, Goligoski or Matt Niskanen, as far as defensemen, I'd have to give that some thought. And the fact that I have to give it some thought means that uh, I think the trade, uh, while probably needed at the time, uh, I just, you know, I think it was, you know, probably a, a losing effort for the stars uh, in there. So uh, personally, I would not trade. I would not trade Robertson. I would not trade Wyatt Johnston. I would not trade Maverick Bork. And I would not trade Logan Stankover. And, uh, Jacob Chikrin only has one more year left on his deal after this year. That's not enough time for me to give up uh, one of my big guns. And all four of them are big guns. Uh, can they all fit in the salary cap? They sure can because Bork and Stankoven are on lower deals. Uh, so you are going to have to make some space available. And maybe you do have to say, uh, you know, goodbye to one of your uh, veterans uh, that's, that's up this year. I mean, that, that would be inevitable. I don't think it's going to be Joe Pavelski. I think he'll, he'll stick around. Um, but you know, it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, uh, you might have to say, you know, Matt Duchesne, terrific. Thank you so much, but we got to move on and then bring up the kids and, and see what they can do. So I think they probably go in that direction. Uh, Rudy, uh, good to hear from you at C-U-H-Z. Rudy, tough loss tonight. Showed great fight in the third, but just allowed their playmakers too much space uh, onto Washington. Yeah, I think that is something that is really interesting, and that's the different styles. If you look at Florida, and if you wanted to re-watch the game at points, how often did the Stars put pressure on their defensemen in their zone to slow them down, deep four checks, um, to cause a little havoc in the Florida zone. You didn't see it much. And I think, you know, the physicality missing in, in Dallas um, is really showing at this point because you saw the physicality out of uh, Florida tonight, and that's how they're built. Now, can Florida do that throughout the season? I actually think they can because they're built that way. And when you build a physical team with physical players, they can sustain that. Uh, they won't be there every night. But at the same time, Florida is going to Florida is one of those teams. You're going to wake up tomorrow and you're going to feel as though you played Florida. They're a heavy team. And what heavy means is they're tough on the boards. They're going to win puck battles. They're going to push you around when they have the opportunity. They're going to be physical on you. I will say. And do I think it was the biggest difference in this game? Uh, no. But. The penalty called on Sam Steele in the third period, which led to the game-winning goal. I don't understand what the referee was looking at. Steele was pushed down into the crease, got back up, and once again cross-checked. And there were two or three times before Steele just did a cross-check of himself. I really do feel, and I hate saying this, because like I said, was it the major difference in the game? No, it wasn't. The Stars should have played better in the first two periods. However, when you looked at the minute disparity as far as the number of times that Florida was in the box as compared to Dallas, boy, I just feel like that penalty was coming. You know how you, you're watching a hockey game and you're like, 
you know, you got to maximize getting all these power play opportunities because, you know, they're going to call one on us soon. And that's what happened. I really do feel that way because there's no way that Steele initiated that contact. He didn't continue the contact, but as soon as he kind of pushed back immediately, immediately the hand was raised. So I think that's unfortunate because that led to the game winning goal. Um, I think the final two goals were bad breaks. Um, you know, I think Rodriguez got a lucky puck bounce. Uh, Suter was supposed to be there. Suter blocked uh, the shot, but it went right to Rodriguez. I don't think uh, Ottinger could see him. And I think that bad bounce against the boards, you know, that happens in hockey and it especially happens uh, when, when things aren't going well for you. Uh, let's see. World Series fan Ken Pitch Clock. I like that. At Brandon F. Dub. By the way, don't know if you guys know, but the Rangers won the World Series. Just like to uh, throw that in there. Miro does what at GJ Spittle wants him to do more and shoot on the power play. I do want that. Results in several good looks that Bobrovsky shut down. But yes, more of that Miro. I think he does need to be a threat on the power play. I'm going to throw a wild card at you. I think Thomas Harley should get some should get some more playing time on the power play. I think Thomas Harley should get some first unit time. And even that means if you go Miro Harley, do you realize that Thomas Harley has more goals on the blue line for the stars than all of the stars D men combined. He's been really good this year. And you know what? He, he has some lapses and he's learning to play better defensively, but this is someone that they hit on as a first round pick and he's turned out really, really well. I mean, should Bobrovsky, should he have saved it? Yeah, absolutely. Went right underneath his pads, but good players find ways to score goals. And that's what Thomas Harley's doing. I mean, you saw how many times Miro shot tonight where it couldn't get through and, you know, defensemen sometimes can find, their way through that mess that's in front of the net. And that's what's happening uh, with Thomas Harley this year. Uh, let's see. Cameron Teague uh, says, uh, let's see. He, it's a whole thread. Um, so he said the other day, just listening to the podcast, man, I hate the backwards thinking in hockey sometimes. So Delandria needs to be scratched for one mistake, yet others can make hundreds and have no worry of being scratched. Make it make sense. Well, I mean, the reality is, Cameron, that salary dictates a lot of that. And that was a major mistake that Ty Delandria made the other night. Um, it was in a big moment. Uh, I do like Ty Delandria a lot. Sam Steele has been more consistent. You saw tonight when Sagan went down, and we'll see if he can go tomorrow night. Would be surprised if he couldn't, but Sagi is a gamer. Um, one of the things is, is that Sam Steele was the one that got called up onto that line. Um, you know, so he was wondering, you know, maybe sit a suitor or Yanni Hockenpah for a game. But the reality is, is that then you lose two guys on your special teams shorthanded uh florida did score tonight on the power play but the stars have one of the best kills in the league 
and you know you don't want to upset that apple card that's one of your strengths as a team because you do take a lot of uh uh, penalties. Uh, Cameron just, he wants to see a reset. I absolutely give it, um, give it to you, Cameron. I, I don't blame you. Uh, a nice refresh would look good. Uh, he points out that he wants to put Thomas Harley on some PK time. I just understand, you know, PK is taught a lot and, uh, you, I think everyone knows how to do it. Uh, but your veterans are working as units, uh, on that penalty kill. So to throw someone in there, it might throw things off. Uh, so putting Harley in that situation, uh, you know, I think his defensive game needs to develop some more. Um, I actually do think Yanni Hakapaz is really good on the penalty kill. He uses his size and his big stick. So I think Hakapaz is good on there. Um, I, I don't think Suter's having an awful year. Uh, I said from day one, Ryan Suter on a third line pairing, I'm okay with that. Ryan Suter getting all these minutes with Miro Heiskanen, I think that's the problem. He gets worn down. I mean, we look at Ryan Suter and we don't look at his age and we don't look at all the minutes that he's logged as an NHL defenseman. So if I lessen Ryan Suter's minutes, I think he'd be much fresher. So uh, those are the uh, questions uh, for tonight. I really appreciate it. Stars, go at it again uh, tomorrow. Here's the upcoming schedule. And it's a doozy. So the Caps tomorrow night, I would expect Wedgwood in net. And then on Saturday, uh, Golden Knight Stars, nice afternoon tilt uh, at the AAC, a rare home game. And then right back at it against the up-and-coming Detroit Red Wings on Monday. And then they have some time off as they take on the Senators once again at home on Friday. So uh, a couple of tough games coming up with the Caps who are playing much better, got off to a really bad start, but they're playing much better right now, followed by the Knights and the Red Wings, and we likely will see Patrick Kane in a Red Wings sweater uh, by them as he is set to go maybe as early as tomorrow night against the Sharks. So that's going to do it for me. I did want to remind you, tomorrow we'll talk to former assistant GM Frank Provenzano of the Dallas Stars. He was also the assistant GM with the Washington Capitals, work with the Vancouver Canucks. Frank is an absolutely amazing storyteller. And just to give you um, some kind of a preview of some of the things that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about being in the draft room when the Dallas Stars selected Jack Campbell instead of veteran goalie who's had an outstanding career for, for the Mighty Ducks. Cam Fowler, um, who has played numerous years and never played in the minors and went right to the NHL, and we know the Jack Campbell story. We're also going to talk about the Mike Madano decision because Frank was a part of the club when the team decided that, you know, Mike Madano, um, we're going to trade Mike Madano. So I want to go inside and get that insight, managing through bankruptcy. Uh, Frank is going to talk about the team and all the trades they made in Washington so they could tank to get Alex Ovechkin. So there's just so many great stories and I'm really looking forward to it. And, you know, it's one thing to have stories, but Frank is a great storyteller and he doesn't hold back. So expect that thing to be released tomorrow afternoon or into tomorrow evening. It's a great podcast and I'm super excited to bring it to you guys. Hey, this is going to be a great December for Spits and Suds. We got some more great interviews coming up. 
Um, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Unfortunately, has not been a great start to December by the Dallas Stars. Um, minus that eight to one, they are now, uh, let's see, one and two in the month of December. So drop to the Panthers, uh, 5-4, back at it again tomorrow night. Thank you so much for listening and supporting Spits and Suds, and we'll talk to you soon.